All oh, right, I'm sweating already, and we haven't even started. Oh my! Oh, huh? That's TMI. Not, not supposed. To, how is that TMI? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <It's hot. laughs> we just started. How are you sweating? Because I told you this already. It, I sweat it sounds like very a lot. easily. I sweat. Sounds like it's profuse already. I'm, I'm uncomfortable. I don't like your way of the use of the term pursuit. Per, I don't feel safe. This is not a safe space. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry, if, if y'all see beads on my head, just everyone remain calm, okay? I have water on standby, don't I have a tissue. Don't go chasing waterfalls. I am so excited for this episode. I'm going to flip a coin to see who's going to annoy <laughs> so me the most. And so far, it's, 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 a, it's a tie. <laughs> and I don't like it. I can't wait. One contest, I don't mind losing. Wow. Alright. Um, yes, I'm already... Right, see, see the beads already? Oh, baby. Oh, again. I'm uncomfortable. Get some powder. For real. That part. Oh, even your ears are sweaty? My God. Ooh, it's, it's a lot. It's very hot, okay? Oh, mm -mm. Not, the, not the laughter. Probably. As I said, this is going to be a very short episode if, if this is the type of um, banter that it's going to continue, okay? I open the window, I should be fine, because there's oxygen. Okay. okay. I'm feeling a breeze. That's a good sign. I don't think that's how science works. <sighs> okay, doctor. All right, is everyone ready? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Let's begin. Stay hydrated, my friend. Excuse me? Stay hydrated, my friend. I am staying hydrated. Thank you so no much. No one likes a thirsty nigga, so... Sophisticated ignorance. You slide it right in, didn't you? Nope, don't do that. Skirt, skirt. Queen of the block. I am evolving, okay? Alright, here we go again. Hello everyone listening out there. I'm Vixen J and welcome to Sophisticated Ignorance. Hi guys, I'm Rovi. We are back. We took a little bit of a break. Uh, for you know quality assurance, but now we're back and I uh, hope you guys missed us Of course, I missed you Rovi. I missed you more. It is a contest You got it you win uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let that go on record. I am so glad it's recorded. Let that go on record. I am holding this This one. Yes today's today's word is peace and I'm simply going to Lock into peace today on my end. Uh, if you I thought it was beads. Excuse me? <laughs> I thought the word was beads. All right. I'm just unsure. I just want to just clarify. Audience, just to clarify, this might be a very short episode, depending on my All patience. Right. And so far, um, <laughs> every, every bit of rudeness is going to chop off 10 minutes. So you keep it up, and we're just going to introduce our names, and that's going to be the end of it. Okay? Oh, okay. All right. I'll comply. <laughs> Not comply. <laughs> Today we have some guests on the show. Yay. Um so we are going to introduce them. Uh we have a friend of the show coming back uh to talk with us and we also have a newcomer, a new friend for the show. So, ladies, please introduce yourselves and tell us your business. Anyone? I guess yeah. I guess I will start. Hi everybody, my name is Felicia, uh better known as Charmed. I'm a creative director, host producer, model, the list goes on. I'm a creative, essentially. 
based out here in New York. Um, recent graduate, shout out to all my fellow class of 2021. Um, and we out here. I'm happy to be on the show today, guys. Love a creative on the show. We love creatives here. We embrace them. Um, yes, now a, not a newcomer to the show, but uh, this is a welcome back, so to speak. So uh, please introduce yourself, Miss. Hi, Shantana. everybody. Uh, it's me, your girl, your friend, you know, everything in between, Shantae, uh, founder and lead photographer of Flash Magazine, a digital zine centered around women and femmes, a photographer, everything in between, a you creative. Know. That too. That seems to be the a theme. boss. We're all creative. Uh, somebody who's trying to get a sleep schedule back, but you know, a woman. You could create that your own way. Period. How how how, how do you create a sleep schedule? You can personalize it, of course. What do you mean? There's some people who are more creative during the day. There's some people who are more creative during the night. So you gauge your sleep cycle to either sleep in the day or sleep in the night to enhance your creative side. Me, I'm not creative. I'm robotic. Wow. I go with schedules all the time. <laughs> See, you, you learn something new every day. You learn something new every day. Rovi is creative in her own right. Do not listen to her. Oh, um, that's sweet. Yes. Uh, yep. All right. Anyway, so um, today we are going to talk about um, a very special topic. We're going to be talking about women in music. And this particular topic is special because... Uh, Shante and Felicia are collaborating on an effort to bring more women in music to light. Uh, so I want you two to talk briefly about your collaboration and what you two are working on, and then we can get more into the conversation about uh, women in the music industry today. Yeah, sure. Uh, Felicia and I came together a few months ago and decided that for the month of June for Flash, we would uh, take this time and highlight and feature some amazing women in music that we know of that we actually know and just provide a platform for them to showcase their talents showcase their artistry and you know all of that culminates uh this weekend saturday june the 12th with a live event at a secret location in brooklyn and we're really excited to just talk about the whole experience and talk about what's to come and what we've learned about women in music and just us in general as a part of taking this project on. Okay, anything to add, Felicia, to that uh, explanation? Um, it's definitely a great opportunity for us to really talk about women who often don't have the platform to get to the, the audience that they want to reach, you know? Especially for me as a creative, I know how hard it is being a woman out here who doesn't have the standard, stereotypical career path, you know? So it was a real honor to be able to talk to these women work with them, highlight them, and show what they're capable of. And like Shantae said, we get to all come together this Saturday and celebrate everything that we've put into motion these last couple months. Okay, that is super dope. And love to hear the concept. Uh, you know, for love me, uh, being a videographer, I've worked with a lot of like women artists in the past and just seeing their creativity and how their work uh, kind of shined you know, was really special for me. And I'm glad that I've been able to highlight them in the past. So bringing this topic to the forefront, especially now with social media and how women artists are portrayed uh, today is always a hot topic. You know what I mean? Um, you know, one of the episodes that we had in the past was talking about 
um, the incident that happened with Megan Thee Stallion, for example, and how um, that situation was treated lightheartedly when it was something very serious. The, the incident when she was shot in the foot by, we don't mention men's names, but, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, outside of, you know, her talent, but just the example of how, you know, her being a woman artist, for example, uh, she was seen in a different light than other people who might be in a similar situation. But nonetheless, uh, you know, just to kind of start the foundation of the conversation, uh, we can go around. But uh, for right now, just to get a litmus test, uh, who would you say are some of the more prominent women artists that you know, either locally or on a bigger scale that you either are in tune with or connected with or listening to right now? Um, For me, I'm a music head at heart. Um, so it's really hard to pinpoint, like, the people that I'm listening to because it changes on a daily basis. I can go from listening to my throwbacks one day to tapping into some independent artists another. Um, for me, I have been, not gonna lie, tapping into the inner Queens girl inside of me because I am from Southside Jamaica. And so I've been listening to Nikki's mixtape on repeat. Um, I have, I grew up with that. It came out when I was 14 years old. So it's, it feels very nostalgic to have it available to me again without having to go on YouTube. Um, I've also been listening to a lot of Tiana Taylor. She is my spirit animal. Um, I'm always going to listen to her. And just a lot of oldies. I've been listening to a lot of old school music lately. I don't know what it is. Something's just in the air lately. But me and a lot of my friends have just been tapping into a lot of, like, even our parent generation music a lot more lately. Well, shout out the old school ones, too. I mean, even it's still prominent, no matter how te- contemporary they are now. So, who are some of the Definitely. Definitely. For me, I've been loving my Gladys Knight. I've been tapping into her a lot more lately, learning to appreciate her because I didn't really appreciate her as much when I was younger. Um, definitely tapping into a lot of my old school reggae artists, Nadine Sutherland, you know, Lady Saw before, you know, she dropped her Lady Saw and became, you know, <laughs> Sister Marion. Like, I've been listening to, who else have I been listening to? Just a lot of oldies. Wow. Um, I've also been tapping into a lot of, uh, like, UK artists as well. Lady Leisure is my everything. If you have the chance to go on YouTube and listen to her Queen speech, like, just do that. Just binge watch all of them in one sitting. Who else would like to jump in? Uh, I'll jump in. For me, the greatest part of doing this project was the vision that Felicia brought over to the team and I in which we are recreating iconic album covers for each of the four web features that we're highlighting this month. So every time I've had to go in and edit uh, images for each artist, I find myself jumping back into that particular artist that they recreated just so that I can get more of a feel of you know, that per- that, that artist's uh, personality, what messages they were conveying through that particular album. Um, our first and most recent cover for this month was uh, an artist, Naika Sings, who is amazing. And uh, we gave her the Janet Jackson Control album. So I've been spending all of my time going back to like old school Janet, just particularly like that Control era. I did some research just to kind of like get a better feel of what Janet was going through at the time. And Janet had like, I guess, emancipated herself from her father, so to speak, kind of in the same way Beyonce kind of like severed ties with her dad, man- like manager-wise. She did the same thing with Joe and just 
this was like her first her first foray out on her own and an album like control is such a statement making album where it's like here i here here's who i am here's what i'm not giving you anymore but here's all the amazing things that i can give you in exchange for what you may be accustomed to so i've definitely been on a janet run i've been on a um I've been kind of like dipping through the decades, so to speak. Um, another thing that we do with Flash is we have a Patreon. And every month on the Patreon, we have a monthly playlist. So that's my that's my favorite thing about running Flash, the Patreon and putting the playlist together because I've been listening to um, artists I would have never given the time of day to now. So I'm listening to a lot of Rina Sawayama. I'm going back and listening to Evie Queen. I'm giving Cardi B's music another spin. Um... I'm giving Jill Scott another another spin because I feel Jill like Scott. listening to Jill Scott as like a tween or teen and listening to Jill now as an adult, it's like, oh, that's why my mom was so <laughs> enamored with her music. Um, and just things that my mom used to listen to, uh, a lot of ABBA, a lot of Celine Dion, because, you know, she's like a West Indian import. So Celine Dion is like Icon. heavy yeah. on, on the rotation. So a lot, a lot of Celine Dion. Um, I've actually been listening to more podcasts than music at this point because podcasting really keeps me focused throughout the day. So a bunch of podcasts up and down the line from Nicole Byers' podcast, um, Getting Grown, Jaden XD, Sibling Rivalry, Sophisticated Ignorance, like everything in between. So it's 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 a nice little hodgepodge of everything right now. Okay. Rove, would you like to go? Of course. I'm... Uh... Like you said, you know, growing up with Celine Dion, a little Whitney, a little Tina Turner. I listened to Adina Howard, um, Cut Close, Brownstone, um, a little bit of, <laughs> yes, um, Cleopatra was my joint growing up. I'm sorry. I used to love their album. Uh, I also listened to Mega Stallion. I turned it on. Foxy, met, um, Cardi B, um Chloe Haley, Solange, of course Beyonce. Um, actually, whatever my mood is, my eclectic mood, my ratchet mood, my amp up mood, my gym mood, my power mood, it depends on what I want to listen to. I'm kind of naive because I haven't um, explored anything outside of my bubble. So I will listen to like Caribbean artists like Faye and Lions, um, Nadia Boston, you know, Onika Bostic. But outside of that realm, I don't know anybody in the UK or like Ireland or Australia or France. I know there's a lot of French um, women artists that are coming up only because of TikTok. Again, ignorance behind it. But I see the names pop up. I'm like, oh, this this sound is kind of hitting. And the next thing that's coming up is Afrobeats. There are a lot of women Afrobeat singers that I, I'm unaware of. All I know is, where is my Johnny? And that's it. <laughs> Yummy holiday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get into that more, but then I find myself just refuting back to the the same songs that I listen to ten times in a row. I mean, it's it's a it's a comfort. It's a comfort. That's what I do. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, for me, so I'm not extremely musically inclined. I like listening to music, but um, so when it comes to women artists, like for example, yeah, like contemporary wise, Megan Thee Stallion. Um, I mean, I listen to Nikki and Cardi here and there, uh, like Georgia Smith, uh, Jasmine Sullivan. Uh, you have what other women artists that I like. Um, oh, uh, see, I'm, I'm not great with names, so that's, that's a problem. I mean, Sade, like the old school people like Sade and Joe Scott and Erica Badu and all those, all these 
uh, artists that we kind of grew up with. Um, those are people that I tend to like listening to. And as you said, Shantae, it's like, like a comfort, you know? Like, I would rather listen to certain tracks over and over and over from the past than listen to some contemporary stuff now because it's just, it takes you back to a certain place and, you know, it's just familiar. You know, you could sing along with it. Um, I'm pretty sure we've all been in a mood where we are belting at the top of our lungs <laughs> to one of our favorite songs, even if we are not good at singing. <laughs> um, so yeah, you know, th those are some artists that I kind of tap into myself, but you you're know, telling me you don't like city girls. I, I, I don't, <laughs> that's probably Listen. more your department, not mine. That's very judgmental I, on your though, part. Though, though Twerkinator is, is a, though Twerkinator so is a vibe. Is a classic. I didn't say, I didn't say I don't like City Girls. I'm just saying that I don't frequent their music. As I said, even though Twerkinator is, is a bop, I will give it. Twerkinator is a bop. That is on period. So when JT says these rich niggas throwing paper, do you just walk away because you don't you don't fit the bill or? I don't throw paper. Uh, I would probably throw my debit card, but then I have to go back and collect it because ah, mm -hmm. I don't carry too much cash on me. That's yeah. just a security reason. Okay. It's it's giving insufficient funds, but we'll let that slide. Well, you know that is one person's opinion, and we're just going to keep the conversation going. Okay. I will let you know my funds are very sufficient. Thank you so much. <laughs> Y'all heard it here. The funds are sufficient. You heard it here. No overdraft fees in this realm. The electricity is still on, so that's that's a sign. That yeah. that that's that's one joke. I'm not gonna joke anymore. That that's one. I needed to give myself one. I'm not gonna joke no more. I promise. It's fine. We're just letting loose. It's all good. <laughs> oh man. So yes. Uh. So we, clearly, we all have a, you know, a healthy mix of like artists from around the world and old school and new school and stuff like that. Uh, but I think, you know, kind of setting that foundation, you know, considering that we've been listening to these artists for a long time, um, what would you say is, like, the way that the industry has kind of seen these artists in the past and in the present, do you feel that there is a level of genuine respect for these artists as they're consumed by the industry and by the audience? Or do you feel that across the board most of these women artists either had to work very hard to get to the level of acclimation that there are now, or it just came very easily from your perspective and opinion. Um, for me, I think it varies. I think you have, I think, well, one, it takes a lot of work to get into the music industry period. You know, I work with a lot of music artists. And so I see that everyday climb, that everyday struggle to get, you know, streams, to get plays, to get videos out there. and it's hard you know but once you're a woman it becomes 10 times harder because there are these these boxes that you're expected to fit into and if you don't fit into those boxes then it's it's it becomes a really difficult task you know i look at my one of my favorite rappers right now is chica and chica does not get the respect that she deserves as a lyricist as an artist but you have, and I'm not going to call out no names, but you have every doll under the sun who gets the streams and gets the plays and gets the attention who lyrically may not be there or on the same page, but they get the attention. And reason being is there's an aesthetic that women are expected to fit into when trying to get into this industry. It's, it's just sexual. It's, you know, it's that type of vibe. 
Um, I definitely agree with Felicia. I think that the adoration and the respect is definitely conditional. I think unless you're unless you have a core group of artists that also support that support each other, because kind of like in the vein of um, when Megan posts pictures with Malibu Mitch or City Girls or whomever, that that support system is there. But on on an outer circle, I remember after the whole WAP debacle. Uh, Cardi B was like, the artists that you think that that you want me to be like, they're there and they've been there. You just don't listen to them because you don't, you don't, you don't like, you don't like the, the kind of content they're putting out and you don't enjoy the content they're putting out because it's not, it's not, it's not sexual or, or sexualized content that you want to listen to. So you can't, you can't chastise me for a song like WAP. And then it's kind of like, it's kind of like you're bringing up other women artists in, in retaliation almost like in my personal opinion rhapsody is too far good of a lyricist for her to only be brought up as an antithesis to cardi b mm-hmm. and and then not only that you I can agree. you can you can walk and chew gum at the same time you can enjoy rhapsody and cardi b you can like little sims and ivorian doll you can like Nicki minaj and then turn around and play queen latifah you can do both these things it's Agreed. just it's 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 crazy it's difficult to me where it's like we can we can have we can have artists like like ski mask and we can have artists like like juice world r.i.p and um uh fucking cardi like do the do the exact thing and hold one stage and do multiple festival runs together but suddenly when three women artists or three women and femme artists do the exact thing now we have to cut the budget for two of them Mm -hmm. right if, I mean, if, I think it's it speaks to the expectations of women overall. We can't, we are not allowed to have, you know, femininity and be sexy and still have a masculine side and be a little edgy and be a little rougher around the edges, you know? I loved seeing Chica walk down the red carpet in a Nike tracksuit made just for her. Just the same way I love watching Mega Stallion and if Twerk Later comes on, trust and believe I'm dancing. Like, there's this expectation that women are not allowed to be dichotomous and it extends past music, past being creative. It's just, that's just society. We, it's, we're always cho- told that we have to choose one or the other. And, and the irony is that, you know, you know, in the industry, especially when you were talking about Shanti and Felicia about like comparing women, it's you'd have the people that's pitting like one artist against the other that has similar sounds. But yet you have 19 little fill in the blanks all sounding the same. And it's like nobody's complaining. <laughs> you know what I mean? and, it, and it's crazy because you you would I know that in the in the context that we're speaking about, we're speaking about like black music. So rap and R&B, not even R&B, but like rap and hip hop and stuff like that. But it's the same thing for pop music. It's 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 the it's the same thing for for other for other genres. Like look at I mean I I feel like unless you have like on an inarguable talent, nobody does the whole nobody does the whole comparison thing because look at Adele. Adele stands on her own. But then look look right. at an artist like Normani. Look and right. look at an artist like like Brie one like Brie Runway. Brie Runway came out and they were like, well, pack it up, Normani. <laughs> There's somebody new in town, and it's like, well, why can't right. they? Why, why 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 can't they coexist it's it's, it's kind of like in in the same vein too you know just now that we're talking about normani where normani goes above and beyond there there's no there's no argument that normani is like a pop artist pop artist right but then comes a comparison about oh she's the next beyonce and now here comes this 
this ridiculous pressure oh that you know that 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 comes with being uh with being and with being a woman artist and namely being a black woman artist because you know ooh and now now I'm on the soapbox now cuz like the big okay. 3 the, the 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 big 3 in pop for the most part is Nikki Rihanna, Beyonce, at least for black, right. for black artists, and it's like with with those three artists standing that high, there 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 are opportunities for fans to allow the table to be to to be to be extended. But I feel like as music fans, and that's why that's why I say the support is conditional. With music fans, there isn't really that opportunity given for the fans to expand the table, where it's oh, it's these three, you can't sit at this table. Exactly. And even when they try to craft another table, it's like, ah, but you're never going to be that table. You're never, right, you're never right. going to be the top table. Right. So right. what are you trying to do? What, what, what do you think you're doing? You know what I mean? Right. Like, there's no, there's no access to entry. And, um, you know, considering that, you know, different artists have different sounds and stuff like that, um, kind of speaking about comparison, because I know, like, for example, I used to work with this artist um, closely, and... There was, I don't know if you guys, I mean, in the past, like, you guys have probably been to, like, music showcases where you'd have, like, a lineup of artists and stuff like that, um, a mix of, like, bands and individuals, but this, right. the soul question part was that my friend was extremely talented. She could sing, like, sing, sing. She was really, really good. Is still really good. I haven't heard her in a while. But um, there would be times where, you know, she would be included into, like, a music showcase, and what would unfortunately happen is that the way the lineup would be set up is that you'd have all these dudes come out and do their wild rap shit on the stage, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then by the time the line, I don't know how the lineup is set up, but there was one time I remember that she went on dead last. And at that point, you know, when you're going to these type of events, people are just showing up for their people. And then after that, they bounce. So, so literally at the end, it was me and like probably three, four people in the audience. And it sucks because she didn't get the, she didn't get the proper recognition that I feel like she deserved. I mean, nobody did because unfortunately, it's just the way that these type of showcases are. Once again, people show up for their people, you know, five minute set, and then everybody leaves. So unfortunately, she went last, and I was there to support her. But I just feel like you know, for those who do get a chance to hear her, for example, um, she was kind of boxed into like the R and B hook girl. And that was kind of crushing because it's like, she's so talented. Like she should be more than just, oh, yo, you sound mad dope. You know, can you sing my hook? And then, you know, they either spell her name wrong or she doesn't get credit properly. So in that regard, um, I guess a question for me is because, because I, I hear a lot about, you know, women artists and men artists being compared like directly, right? Um, so my question is, should there be should there be a form of comparison when it comes to that is it harmful is it um is it supposed to be i guess commendable or seen as flattering or should it be like all right now nah, men artists this way women artists this way and none should be you know i guess mixed together because when you talk about like yo who's the top artist most of the list is usually you know male artists one two and three Right, and they're never gonna toss in a woman artist in that list because it's like, yo, in the standard of men rapping versus women rapping, it's like, I these are the top men, and then women in, are in their own circle. Should that, should those categories be more, I guess, intermixed, or should it be like, I men, y'all got y'all list, but women, you know, we have their own list. I think 
it should be it should be um they should intersect but listening to you ask your question and and come to asking the question i thought about um lauren hill talked about when she was with the fugees and they did a group interview together and they asked uh, the interviewer asked Praz and Wyclef about the whole the, the whole process of structuring the album, what production inspiration they gathered for the album, um, who their favorite person to collaborate on the album was, and then asked Lauren Hill what, what her favorite lip gloss shade was, and she and she she talked about how how disrespectful that was because there's in my opinion there's no Fujis without Lauren Hill. There 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 there's no Fujis without Lauren and and it's not it's not a matter. Period. It, 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 is, it isn't a matter of there being an issue with artists being separated by their gender. We have to take a closer look at how we view women, period. If we're still viewing women as, as inferior and docile, there are still going to be those questions where, you know, where they're asking about more cosmetic, vain slash vanity type questions. Even even currently, I remember um there was on Twitter there was this this debate so to speak where Meg Thee Stallion went on went on Tim Westwood that's a different story for a different day about Tim fucking Westwood but she went she went on Tim Westwood and Tim Westwood asked her what style of weave she had in and for for further context for those of you who don't know Tim Westwood Tim Westwood is like a Don Gargan in in UK in, in UK urban music but Tim Westwood is a white man <laughs> so the optics of a white of a of a white man asking a black woman what kind of what kind of hair she got in assuming it's not hers not only is it a microaggression but it also again speaks to how we view women because there's no way that 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 you can that 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 you can interview somebody like uh like a meek mill or give me some give me another really popular rapper right now or a j cole or whomever any 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 rapper that's a man period and be like nice hair plugs bro who's your who's your connect Yes. No, for real, Absolutely. it's true. Like, I think because it's it's like when I think about the question, it's like immediately my mind goes to the fr- the freshman class of like Double XL magazine mm. and like how anytime they release the class, it's always that token woman, it's always that one woman, and it's like there's way more talented lyricists out here. You know, like I personally am tired of it being a case where women rappers over here and they're compared to one another and then men rappers over here and compared to one another because let's be real nikki killed every other verse on monster her verse was the best on the song and it was she's the only woman on the song but she killed every dude who surrounded her you know i to, to this day and it's it's sad because a lyricist is a lyricist no matter the gender no matter the background whatever it is you crafted this this genius verse this genius bars and the fact that that gets minimized because you were born a woman is is sad when a lot of these women really put time in like i work with a lot of female rappers and a lot of female artists who put sometimes way more work in than the male artists that i work with and like you said i go to these showcases as well and it's always so sad the way these organizers work where they'll place them at the end and i don't know if it's on purpose i don't know if they're just not being mindful but even when i organize a show you know i always make sure that i'm organizing the artist by sound what is the best way these sounds are going to flow into each other to keep the energy in the room going not by okay this person has 10 people so let me 
put them earlier in the show. Let me, this person's only bringing, like, two people. I'm going to put them later on. Like, no, like, there's a craft to crafting a show and a sound. You want to make sure you're starting energy high. Keep the energy a little simmered down during the middle and then bring it right back up. It's not based on gender. It's not based on talent. Like, especially for these showcases, like, your goal is to highlight talent but you're not do giving your due, you know, effort in doing that. You're half-assing it, quite frankly, you know, and it's, it's a disservice to these artists who really take the time to promote your show where oftentimes they're not getting paid. That's a whole nother issue. Pay your artists, please. Um, and you're get, not giving them the time they deserve. You know, it's too, even on Mondays, I host an open mic in Bushwick at Starbar. And I love that our lineup is random. It's not, it's, it's first come, first serve. Whoever signs up first is who goes. We're not sitting there being like, well, I see you got two people in the audience, so I'm going to put you earlier in the show. Like, at the end of the day, it's, it's time we stop comparing people's talents based on these completely irrelevant factors like gender and race and background and all these things and just compare talent for what talent is. I also think too, uh, when we when we deep it further on the intersections, we tend to pigeonhole a lot of artists who aren't cishead either. So like, and I know I know that, that that we're talking about like we're talking about the realm of rap right now, but you know there are queer femme artists, there are trans women artists, there are I mean we don't even have to go that far. Look at how they do Young M A. Right. Hello. Hello. Look, look 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 at how they do Young M.A. Look look at how they do right. look at how they do Mickey Blanco, who is an amazing artist in my opinion. Look look at look at how they how they could do someone like like um like Dayburger or Kicks the Killer, who are two really really dope artists. But I only hear about them or see them in the realm like with the, with the ones with Pride Month, if that makes mm-hmm. any sense. Yeah. Or e or even taking it further where you know there are hijabi rappers or hijabi artists period who feel like they have to center their entire artistry and content around their hijab right exactly it's true it's true young mate is one of the most fire lyricists i've heard proud to be from the same city as her like you know and it sucks because she had this time where it was like all right she had that one hit single and then it was like she kind of rode that wave for a while and then it was like all right cool we're done it's like that tokenism of of just women rappers women artists just is ridiculous you know i even look at like i even look at an artist like her her does not like as much credit as people give her they don't give her the credit she truly deserves as an artist you know they they box her into okay she's now this motivational you know, social justice singer, cool, that's it. But she's so much more than that, you know? And, like, Vixen, you even mentioned one of my favorites, who to me has one of the most ridiculous stories in the game, is Jasmine Sullivan. Jasmine Sullivan is one of the best vocalists to me out here in the game right now. Why does she keep having these spurts of moments where she gains popularity and then winds back and then comes back and is like, no, give this woman her flowers while she's here because knock on wood in 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now when we start losing these artists in our generation we're going to be like, oh my god R.I.P. They were so fire 
but you wasn't streaming their music, mm-hmm. but you weren't buying their album, you weren't attending their shows. Half of these artists been doing free shows all throughout the pandemic. Did y'all go log on and stream them? No. But y'all talking about y'all miss going outside when there was opportunities for y'all to still enjoy yourselves right here at home with fire talent. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a different conversation for a different day. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) That part. Yes. And we are going to touch briefly on like local talent as well, because I think that's um, especially, you know, that example of like those, these type of local showcases where you are highlighting it different array of talent how local talent you know does have to work hard and does have to work like extra to kind of get a name like for example for me uh some like one local talent or artist well local i don't know i'm using the term local in the sense of like you know accessibility like i know the, her the, the, the tri-state area yeah exactly um i don't know if you guys know of latasha right um yo <laughs> seeing latasha's growth as far as i've known her is amazing because she went from, you know, going, like, she went from, like, those type of, like, showcases where, you know, she'd be on a lineup to now, like, she's getting featured in movies and her songs are being featured and being shot out by others. And she, I seen her, like, witness her put in that work. You know what I'm saying? And it's that's just one example of, you know, that the type of recognition that isn't recognized. It's like you only see people from the front, from the front facing of it, but you don't recognize, like, it took a lot of like struggle and hustle and all these things to get to where they are now, right? And even with all that, sometimes they don't get the recognition they deserve. So it's, you know, as a, as a woman artist, I can only imagine that there's just like an extra amount of pressure that's applied because of those things. Because once again, um, you know, in the sense of the aesthetic, we're only seeing like the, either the sex appeal or just like, oh yeah, this person, you know, is really outspoken or does all this and whatever, but we're not really looking behind the scenes. So that actually kind of goes into the next question, um, talking about, I guess, the behind the scene aspects of the industry. Like, um, I guess, Felicia, you have a little bit more of an insight on this, but how do you see or how would you describe uh, the industry for women uh, that kind of involves like the behind the scenes, whether it's producing or managing or all these things like, um, for example, we know like producers like Timbaland and all these people are being highlighted. But first of all, Missy Elliott is the goat of of producers. Not even women producers. Producers, period. Period. End of sentence. Period. Next, you know what I mean? So it's just like, you know, why, why aren't we hearing more about these type of talents when it comes to the music industry? And how, how can we kind of put them more to light? It's as simple as this industry ain't shit. Um, I mean, <laughs> like, quite frankly, um, because Missy Elliott, like you said, is the GOAT, the GOAT when it comes to producing. There are, you know, like for me, I'm a director. I direct music videos. Most of the people that I look up to as a music video director are women. You know, I look at Melina, I can never say her last name, so I'm sorry, Melina, forgive me. But Melina Matsuka, she is one of the most fire music video directors, did the whole Lemonade project, and people don't even give her her flowers for this. You know, everyone is like, yeah, Beyonce and Lemonade. Um, what about the team behind her? You know, and it's, it's sad, but the industry is not cut out for women to be the best versions of themselves behind the scenes. You know, even for me as a director, like, it is hard 
booking you know gigs as a director as a producer to work with these artists because they're like they see you and they're like they just don't trust your talent you know and but they'll go to a guy whose prices may be more expensive than mine but their quality ain't as good as mine and pay them top dollar and I'll be sitting there like now I wonder why your music video is only getting a hundred views but the last music video I put out is already at 3,000 but that's another story um you know I just think in this industry there isn't a respect for women's talent period like whether you're a director producer why is that there's not a platform for for women to showcase themselves behind the scenes because again a lot of people they just run the social media and whatever's hot at the moment that's what they're going to go into and then you know look at it and then after a while they forget who it is because again right just not to sound ignorant only missy la is a lot of what people would refer to as being a producer there's no way that even like young girls could look up and say hey i want to take this career path who do i look up to there's nobody else for them to see themselves in in today's society and that's that's something that needs to be showcased and i don't understand why that is a problem since everything is out there on social media look at gorilla glue the next five-year-old could quote the songs from that but they can't tell you who did this behind the scenes or who was the makeup artist or who was the the studio executive or anything like that in that regard so why why is there like a discord between that i'll tell you why it's kind of like the it's kind of like the argument when people are like, oh, there's no good music out here. You're just not looking in the right places, or you're not looking. Period. So for that me, part. as a photographer, I would say that I've been spoiled by my clientele, and I think I've been spoiled by my clientele because I do a very good job at putting out the kind of vision that you would want to have. It's it's a vision where across your intersections there is a platform for me to show you in the ways in which you deserve to be shown and i recognize that me doing that kind of work as a photographer it's not it's not an everyday thing um i've had i've had clients who have come to me anticipating one particular vision that we agree on and then we'll turn around and say well why why don't why don't i look like the girls on instagram why don't i look like this that and the third despite reaching out to me knowing what kind of work I'm doing and knowing the kind of vision that I can provide. Can I do can I do that 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 Instagram trendy look? Absolutely. But that's not what you came to me to do. And that's why I say I've been spoiled by my clientele because the clients that flock to me to get their pictures done, they value authenticity. And I'm not saying that there's no authenticity found on social media. It's just that as an artist I've had to kind of take a step back from performing my artistry because I'm working in a space where everything is so microwave ready, where it's where, you know, it's we, we, we joke about like the meme calendars where it's like, oh, last year, January was was the murder hornets. February was something else, whatever, whatever. But in the same vein as as an artist. And I think this goes for artists across the board, no matter what your particular industry of creativity is in. It's always important to dial, to take a step back from the from the algorithms and from the machine and realize who am I really doing this for? Is 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 the artwork that I'm doing is it for is it performative or is it authentic? And from and then from there, once you once you remind yourself of your purpose for doing what you do, 
and you jump back into the algorithms and perform that, people will find you. It's just that everybody is more concerned with engagement, and I get it, because now we're in an industry where engagement brings checks. But would you would you rather would you rather a check quarterly or would you rather a check weekly? And 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 I and I and I think that that's the difference between, you know, really doing the work and finding those people who are behind the scenes that that can that can give you the mentorship that you want and that you need versus kind of just like thumbing through your explore page or thumbing through your time or through, through through your home timeline and seeing things that are not. That are, that are not conducive for you in the long run. Because, yeah, I can go through the drive-thru right now and eat whatever, fa- insert fast food here. Is it going to be good? Yeah. Am I going to enjoy it after I've consumed it? Not really, because it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have a bad feeling through my body. Versus if I cook something at home, it, it may take a little bit longer, but it's going to be more enjoyable after the fact. Because I, I took my time with it. I didn't just go look out of convenience, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like... And and I'm about to hold myself accountable as well, so excuse me. As much as, yes, it part of the problem is people not looking, I got to talk to my women real quick. We need to put ourselves out there more, quite frankly. Like, I know I am definitely at the top of my own list of not doing this as much, of, put it, of promoting myself the way I should. Because let's be real, these dudes are out here posting everyday videos with their whole mass crew behind them you know doing the work and oftentimes we are not on that same kind of time you know we're struggling with imposter syndrome we're struggling with self-doubt we're struggling with not believing we deserve to be and own these spaces and we do and it's time that like yes we need to like pray and and hope that people will come to us but it's time like you know someone said it the other day and was like you can't be mad if no one's talking about you in a room, if you didn't even show up, you know, and at the end of the day, it's great to be like, yeah, come find my page, come check my hashtag, come look for me on the explore page. But are you making sure that you're on the explore page? Are you making sure that people can find your hashtag? Like, are you equally holding yourself as accountable as you're holding everyone else accountable for finding you? Are you holding yourself accountable for being found? You know, and I know me, I got to do better at this. I don't put my work out there as much. Shout out to Shantae for being on my ass and making sure I do this more, you know. But I really need my fellow women and my fellow women creators, especially us in the music industry who work with these artists behind the scenes. When you shoot a music video, make sure you take your behind the scenes footage. Make sure you are posting this. Make sure you are letting people know what you're working on. Make sure you're letting people know what your process looks like. Make sure people know your prices. Like, make sure people know, hey, I do this, and I do this well. And if you give me the opportunity, I can show you how well I can do this. And tag your tag your BTS creators, too. That I've, part. Uh, Rovi asked, que- R- R- asked the question of how come like we're, we're, like we're not finding mentorship for people behind the scenes and it's because if you if you are an artist if if you are the face of of your artistry and you do a bomb ass shoot it's getting better now because people are holding 
artist's feet to the fire, but before it would just be a caption and then you, you leave. <laughs> so now yeah. it's a great picture, but yeah. we, we don't know who was lighting assistant. We don't yep. know who shot it. We don't know yep. who did your hair. We don't know who yep. styled you. So, it, it, and it wasn't until people were like, hey, tag your, well, at least for, for my from my experience, the biggest mm-hmm. hashtag I was seeing at, at a certain point was tag your photographer. Right. <laughs> right. But but now yeah. but now for me, it's not just tag your photographer. Tag tag creative direction. Tag the styling team. Yeah, your caption might be eighty thousand pages long, but but people know who did what. And yeah. now and now if I am you know, 14-year-old Shantae who's really into photography and who's really into video directing and now have an Instagram and now I see that, okay, um, insert director here did did this. Now there is more of a direct opportunity for me to not only engage with this person through following them, Mm -hmm. but now if they have, you know, their, 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 their email address or the opportunity to open their DMs to people, I can DM this person and go from, Hey, I'm a really big fan of your work to, Hey, I'm a really big fan of your work. What advice do you have? Or I could even shoot my shot and be like, Hey, big fan of your work. How can I get on? Exactly. Because honestly, there's a lot of these kids out here who don't even know these career paths exist. Or what they want to do, right. Or what they want to do. I didn't know being a creative director was a thing. You know, for a really long time, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a politician. I'm going to be a lawyer. And then I was like, but no, that doesn't make me happy. And then it wasn't until I started taking, like, marketing classes that I was like, okay, marketing is a thing. But it took so much time just to get to this place of being like, okay, now I know. I wish I had at 13, 12 years old, some, an Instagram where I could scroll through being bored and look through someone's caption and see, oh, creative direction, what's that about? Like, and Google it and figure it out. You know, like, a lot of these kids don't know these paths exist, but they're not going to know if we don't show them what it means to be in this industry right. and do it and find out that they're actually good at it. You know, I only say that because I know that there's a lot of impressionable youths out there. And the last thing that I've heard many moons ago about having like the Lilith fear or all female rock band, those things have dissipated throughout times. So we don't have that continuity of keeping people or keeping kids interested in what's going on to keep that right. going because the little fear and having all female bands, those were some strong pivotal moments where we could have pushed forward and rock it through and have a right. strong content behind the scenes content, performer content, having respect um dismantling gender roles. So I say that because I know that mm-hmm. now TikTok, IG, everything on social media is where basically everyone gets their news. So if they can just click at it and have it in the access of their hands. That may be something to look into so, you know, they can be more female producers that people can just name off the top of their head. You just unlocked a memory that I thought I had buried so deep inside, Roby, about... No, 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 no. Pull it back. (laughs) So you mentioned the the Lilith Fair and I was like, damn, the fucking Lilith Fair because uh, Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill, I think, just turned 25. So now it's like, woof. 
bitches we old but not only that <laughs> but <laughs> but i remember like vh1 used to have like exclusive oh, like women, bts right? content of the lilith there so like yeah you you, you were watching sarah mclaughlin like preparing herself like behind the scenes but you were also like mm-hmm. looking at her hairstylist you were yep. looking at at whoever the whoever the event producers were so that you, like you would see the rosters of like who was performing, like, who was opening, yep. who was, like, who was... And not only everything. that, they had... The whole crew was female. The whole crew. And the, the whole, whole crew. crew. The whole crew. The whole crew. And then, honestly... Artists, every, we did that. Everybody. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm... And it's crazy, because, like, me and Shantae, we had to... We had a moment when we were even shooting on the... You know, for the, the magazine feature this month, and we stopped, and we looked around, and we was like, we have an entire female crew on set right now. And from hairstylist to makeup artist to photographer, director, everybody on set was female. And it was like, that's why for me, even when I'm on set and I am directing, I'm, people think I'm being annoying, but I will direct my behind the scenes photographer. I will tell them, make sure you go do a little interview with the makeup artist. Make sure you do a little interview with the hairstylist. Make sure you, everyone has content. Even like one of the makeup artists that I work with, a lot shout out to abby like for always holding my face down like she anytime she comes over and i'm doing a shoot and she's doing my face the first thing i do is i'll set up my phone on my tripod and just have it recording you know or i'll have like my boyfriend who's a photographer just come in and just shoot around while we're getting ready like because at the end of the day we all need to be showing what we do we all need to be putting that energy out there I think the most important thing that you're all saying is is that you're curating you're curating that space, right? It's not like, oh, hey, whoever's available, come, come, come. We just need to get work done. You're specifically like picking out the people that you know have skill, talent, and you're curating this um, organic space where it's like, all right, as women, as femmes, we can come together. We can create some dope shit. We can show off what we do and highlight everybody. Everyone gets their moment of shine because you know you get you get so used to especially in the music industry it's it's always the concept of like the artist is kind of like the face of everything right and no one understands that there's more to the artist than just all right their physical appearance or you know just like their basic talent like there's so much people that are behind that that artist that are very much involved <laughs> in getting them in getting them where they need to be so, you know, I think it's really important that you are curating it. It's not just like coming to you, like you're creating, you're picking out these p- certain people and you're making sure that, all right, everything that we do here, instead of a shoot or a music video or whatever the case may be, everyone gets their shine, everyone gets their moment and we're all coming together to create this dope product. And that is something that needs to be happening more often than not. You know what I mean? And I, I think that's, that's something that's really important. And to the point of... Um, you know, like younger girls being able to look up to these types of different roles and stuff like that. Um, you know, it's it's not it's <laughs> it's not as easy as you know trying to apply for ASA and thinking, okay, well, let me just see what's around. Like, you really have to be in tuned with the industry or do your research and stuff like that. Like, for example, um, I remember like back in the day, like outside of music showcases, there used to be a lot of panels. Right, like bring back like a good panel of like women that are behind the scenes. And I remember I went to one a while ago, and there was this um, young lady who was talking about the music industry and her position there and what she had to do. And it's just like I think we need more 
panel style conversations that are intentionally catered to like younger women or young girls so they can kind of see and hear as Rovi said like receive these different people talking about the industry and get them excited so however that um, needs to be you know created or presented I think we have to create those opportunities instead of yeah. expecting kids to like just automatically think oh okay well you know, this is something they should be interested in. Why are I feel they, like in, in, in the in the same vein of kids too, I feel like as as elders, because whatever, we we're, we're elders. So speak for yourself. Now. Older I am than twenty six yes, oh, you old. are. I am twenty six years old. I re- well, I rebuke We don't use the old word around here. That's you know it. it's called fig, a slur. Fig fig no <laughs> slap. Okay? Fig no slap. But anyway. Uh I also feel like for, for our kids we also should stop being in the business of projecting onto them mm. so i know mm-hmm. for me as a photographer it took a lot of people in my family a really long time to kind of get around the idea of oh she not listening to us she's a, she's really going to be a photographer and stick with this okay so i guess we just got to join 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 the train <laughs> now and i i personally feel and that this this is just me speaking for myself right i personally feel that if i had more more support from family that I don't think I would have had as much self-doubt as I did in the in the beginning. Um, I, I mean, I think that my situation isn't as unique because I'm first-gen American. My parents are from the Caribbean. Like, it's that, it's that, oh, well, we didn't come to this country for you to be a photographer or we didn't come, blah, 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 blah. But in, in, this, in the same vein, I feel like if, we, if we're seeing our kids taking a deep, authentic interest in something even though it may not be a typical career path that we would go on, that's not our job to deter our kids from from seeing what's down that path. Even Agreed. even if you don't think it might work for them, at least give them the opportunity to fall down. So that way they can right. say, well, you know what? I tried it. I fell. Let's move on. Right. Versus... I think you're saying, they're saying the same story that I had because... <laughs> Respectfully, <laughs> respectfully, respectfully. I wanted to do soca rap so bad. All right. Why can't Two, you? Still I do wanted it? to run. Stop it. Still do I it. To run. Stop. You I'm still got ru- time. I'm rooting for you, I'm friend. Like, Please. Oh no, for real. I wanted to run for track, real. and I wanted to be a doctor. Right. Okay. So I told my parents those three things that I really wanted to do. They weren't interested in hearing anything about the soca artistry. So they're like, "What does an eight-year-old know about?" being a soca artist, but I felt like I had so much creative juices in me at that time. And I still do. I suppressed it a lot because of my profession now, but Listen. I wanted to reach out, you know, that's why I say I like Faye and I like Nadia Boston. Now, you know, Patrice, I feel like I could have been one of those. I feel Listen, like I could have. We manifesting but- Rovi Rhythm 2022. Okay. Exactly. Rovi Rhythm exactly. 2022. <laughs> exactly. Because I didn't have that support. You know, even my cousins would tease me. What are you talking about? I used to be talking about just literal garbage that people love singing about right now. Right. But we didn't have anybody to foster that growth, that creative growth. Like, hey, you know, we brought you here. You're going to school. You're getting all A's. And this is what you're going to do. There's nothing creative about singing songs. You're not going to make money. Money's a big thing. 
and you're not going to survive in the world doing Which that. Which don't make no sense because how is it that I'm not going to be able to make money as a soca artist, but I just saw you at the casino Labor Day to Hello. go and see Bungie Garland, so who's, who's not making money? As if you wasn't playing the top 10 on, okay. on CIN Network every night okay. for me to learn the song. As if you, as if you, as if you weren't pre-gaming with with, with Auntie So and So and cousin right. and cousin and cousin Patsy to go and 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 lime at somebody bar playing the but exact that, music you. you don't want me to make. So what there's is it? Creative, there's no creative at support the system behind that. If you don't, I feel like if you don't know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody, they won't even support you. But it's funny because even when you know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody, and I hear my accent coming out, so y'all trigger that. I blame all it's of you. Fine. I blame all of you. Like, like, even if you do know someone who knows someone, there's still a drawback because behind the scenes, the family will talk mad shit about that person and what they're doing. Like, yep. mm-hmm. I personally tell my mom all the time. She created the monster that I am as a creative and as a director. <laughs> My mom too. She put me like we used to stay up Friday nights playing Scrabble, watching CIN, and listening to the countdown. There's a reason I know every word to Beanie Man songs. That's not my fault. Like <laughs> she used to put me in every creative program, dance school, music class, singing this, doing this, doing this, doing this, and encouraging me to express myself, encouraging me to be this person. So when I came out and I was like, yeah, mom, I'm going to be a director. I'm changing my major. I don't want to study political science anymore. I want to study marketing. I want to study communications. She looks at me. She's like, don't you, is there, is there not some kind of like, to this day, I just graduated with a whole degree and my mother still asks me, don't you need like a special certificate to be walking around calling yourself a director? And I'm like, no, I direct. Therefore, I am a director. Like, period. You know, but I, it's like you encouraged me to do these things. Mm-hmm. When I was in high school and my English teacher was like, okay, guys, for your final senior project, you got to make a short film. And my mom is like, yeah, sure. All your friends can come over and shoot the film here. Okay, what do you expect for me to not hold on to memories like that? Like, I literally found my very first director's book the other day from high school. That I did not want to be a director at the time. I, I was convinced I was a senator. Like, that was the path. <laughs> and, but it's like, they encourage these creative juices in us, but don't even realize, like, you're creating the monster, but then you want to tell us not to live in that truth. I know? always said that, that my mom was, like, the rogue person in the family, right? So... So, like, my mom, my mom, like, had always preached, like, you know, go to school, finish school, whatever, whatever, whatever. But then when she saw the whole photography thing, I remember I graduated high school and my graduation gift was my first big girl camera. And it was a... And then, and then when I... And then I guess when people had found that I was going to school for photography, it was like, hmm, okay, fun. But then I remember my mom was like, you know don't ever let anyone tell you that you can't do anything. And that's right. been the mantra I've taken with me. So even when it came to me and my father, we used to go like toe to toe and he used to be like, why can't you just be a nurse? And I was like, me, you ever seen me around me. blood? You ever seen me around children? I can't be no nurse. Are you nuts? And so I was like, listen, if I, if I'm going to be on this 
journey as an artist as an artist and I have to be by myself, that's what's going to have to be because I can't force you to see what I'm seeing. And now my father asked me about photo jobs and he asked me about flash. So it just, it took, I don't know if it took time for him to understand what's, what's going on more so than it had to take more time for him to be like, she's doing her own thing. She's not going to listen to me. I and think I, I, the, yeah, I think that's really what it is. Is you have to once they start seeing you're not budging, mm-hmm. they realize it's either you get on the train or the or train you get will left. leave you. Like mm-hmm. that's really it. You know that's why I love working with music artists and and creatives out here because it's like for me I've discovered that my life purpose is to help people see whether mm-hmm. it's see their truth, see their path, see mm-hmm. their vision, see their mm-hmm. manifestation, whatever it is. I want to help people see. And it's like, I love helping them see that, you know what, despite what my family says, I can be a rapper. Despite what my family says, I don't have to fall in this box of being a teacher, a nurse, you know, and that there are people out there who that is their passion, but it's not mine. And seeing that they have a space for themselves as a creative, as a music artist out here in these streets, like, it's not, we are not living in the world that our parents lived in where they had to choose jobs for survival. Yep. We, are in a pl- we are now in a world where we can choose our job and our career solely based on our passion. And if you put the work into the passion, the money's gonna follow, you know? So I'm not The money interested. also follows when um, strangers big up your work too. That Do you part. know what's so crazy? I have to tell my friends who are, you know, just beginning their own personal project or businesses all the time. The, the people who you won't think are going to break your heart will absolutely break your fucking heart when, when, when it comes to support. If, if, yep. you, like, if, if, you, if you have friends and family off, like, off rip who openly support your stuff, then kudos to you. But I feel like yeah. for, 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 any, for any business person, the, the first heartbreak and the first hurdle to getting you where you need to be is understanding that the people, is that people who you think will support you won't. And you just you yeah. just have to be okay with that. If if you, if you told you, me that if the you, other day, well, listen, okay? Because if you if you spend if you spend your entire time focusing on who's not supporting you, nothing will ever get done. And if you and if Literally. after you you put a project together and you spend your time on who came and who didn't come, that just takes away from all the work you put in. You you did you exactly. did six months of a project, or you did a full year for a project, and and you and you and you you, you put it out on the internet, or you or you have a showing for it, and you're not even concerned about who showed up. You concerned about who didn't come. Why do you care right. who didn't show up? Right. Fifty. It, right. it was it was if if it's an event for like seventy five people max, and seventy seventy three people came, and you pressed on the two people that didn't show up. Is 73 plus 275? I went to art school, y'all. Give yes. me a second. It is. Uh, and you pressed uh, on the two people that, 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 that didn't show up. <laughs> your, your priorities are in the wrong place. Right. Don't, don't, don't worry about, about who, who's not showing up for you. Worry about who's here right now. But you see, the, in today, everybody's worried about who's there and what kind of people are there showing up. That's the problem. We are so focused on what it is so we can show how great we are instead of feeling how great we really are. Mm-hmm. It's all about the facade and showing off. And of course, again, social media, what can we put on IG? Again, to tag who's there and not who's behind the scenes. You see, it's, it's, it's kind of like... <sighs> it, 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 it doesn't make sense. I know, I'm, just, I'm trying to make it make sense, but it's not <laughs> making sense. 
It's not making sense right. to me. Once I figure it out, I'll let you know. But it doesn't make sense to me. Listen, I'm you know. I'm so I'm so on board for Rovi Rhythm 2022. Whatever oh, we man. gotta do. <laughs> I'm ready to fly who, whoever, out. Whoever we gotta I talk about. I need a producer. Rovi, we got you. We got you. Engineer, photographer, behind the scenes, creative design, makeup. You have all of that already. You, yeah, listen, listen, you need to stop okay. talking less feet and more fat. You hear me? Okay. You know. <laughs> listen, I I I, I, I want a song where I can just take off a piece of clothes and fling I it just, <laughs> like a helicopter. Just just one. Time. Listen. Listen, I'm they, ready to they, fly out. Take they off already opened up. up. <laughs> they, they, oh already, they already opened up Miami for, for, for Carnival this year. So if, if you don't if you don't want to partake in Miami Carnival with, with your song next year, you have a whole Carnival year next year. You have London, Canada, Barbados. You're right, it's about sure. to blow up. They ready for listen, anything at this point. If you I'm listen, ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I can. I can. I can. Got the, the music video vision in my I head. I can find you a songwriter. We going. This I can find time. you a songwriter. We 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 could we could find you a styling team. Like we could find you whatever it is you need. You could you could listen. make a song. The, the 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 beauty about soca music is that you can make a song about anything. You can anything. make a song about about taking Just the take trash out. Three words and loop it around. And loop it and around fit. and put a That's little pad. Fit. Oh, baby! That's That's all That's all you it. need, all you need is one wind down low or one wave your rag, and you got a hit. That's it. That's it. Listen, all I'm seeing is an overwater bungalow video. <laughs> we gonna make this happen. Like we just we yes, gonna make it, it happen. Yes, sell it to me. Yes, I love we it all. Give it make all it to happen. Me. Let our powers combine and let's make it happen, y'all. Okay? Listen, women, women in music, okay? If, if a man can sing Gunman and She Hole, you could sing anything, exactly. okay? <laughs> Period. Exactly. Next question. Exactly. Literally. Exactly. Oh, yes. gosh. Oh, yes. Oh, well, we, we, will, we will talk more about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and set that up for 2021, 20, 2022, huh? But yes, I'm anyway. ready. <laughs> Love it. So, um, first of all, I just want to thank you two for uh, joining us today. Great conversation. Love having you on. Um, and this was just a good conversation in general, just about, like, just, I think my takeaways from all this is a matter of women in the industry, music, creative, regardless, just being able to, like, showcase themselves, put themselves out there more, respect themselves, and not necessarily lean on, you know, those that they feel are needed to show them that support. You know what I'm saying? It's like, if the support doesn't start from within, then, you know, you're never going to build that general support from the outside. So I think just kind of staying along with that train of thought um, is definitely going to push, you know, everybody in the industry, whether behind the scenes or forefront or on the forefront to kind of like push into the future, especially now with, once again, Social media and all these plat we have so much platforms that we could tap into. You know, we have TikTok, we have Instagram, we have all these things. So, you know, the the barrier to entry is not as rough as it used to be. You know, we just have to really put in that work and you know, everybody out here will have a chance to shine. So I think that's really Agreed. important. So um yes, let the audience know where we could find you two and your work online so we could sure. big y'all up. Yes. Well, let's. You can find Felicia and I on Saturday, June 12th 
at the Women in Music event. Uh, I'm sure the SI team will put the link in bio in the description. Um, you can find Flash uh, on Instagram, F-L-A-S-H-Z-I-N-E, um, theflashzine.com, patreon.com slash flashzine. Join a tier, get some fun exclusive content, and that's where you can find us. Where can we find you, Felicia? Y'all can find me floating on a cloud, <laughs> getting high. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram um, at chvrmd charmed. Um, hit me up, slide in my DMs. I'm here to work. Um, I'm here to direct and work with everybody. I am working on a lot of things to come. Um, Flash and this partnership was the kickstart that I needed to get some things going. So stay tuned. There are more. There is more to come. I'm tuning in. Dizzy dope. Um, oh my we'll, gosh! I'm sorry, but before before yes. we forget, we got so caught up in in conversation that we forgot <laughs> the most integral part of this month. Um, what we're gonna be starting starting from uh, next week. Along with our web features, we're also doing Instagram live interviews with other women artists Word. as well, which I'm really excited about. So we'll have, we'll have website features with one set of women artists, and then we'll have Instagram live features with another set of artists. And the first of that series starts this Wednesday, but I won't tell you who. Okay. Just I was going to say, you want to shout out some of them, but I'll come in. <laughs> <laughs> got to tune in. I'm tuning Listen, in. We might... We might have already shouted them out. We might not have. The world may never know. Ooh. The world may never know. Just make sure Rovi Rhythm's there. Okay. <laughs> Listen, look out for the Woman in Music in issue 2022 featuring Rovi Rovi Rhythm oh. one time. If that's the official Listen. name, oh baby, I'm a, I'm big hype. Listen, oh. that, that that's it. That's it. Ro- Rovi Rhythm. That's I it. I am in the audience. He's screaming Listen, at a sonic scream. You're not allowed to come. The Excuse me? Not, the no. You are not allowed song. to come. Okay? No. The Listen. first person on the list that has no entry, that's my first song, actually, no entry. Yes! <laughs> Didn't we just talk about who's showing up for you and who's not showing up? You don't want me to no show entry. up? No entry. No. Listen, I already figured out track number one is no entry. Track number two is ride like a rover. Wow. Okay. Yes! All right. Listen, we out no, here. No, 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 Not no, the no, track no, no, list. No, it's, listen, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be an EP. Track number EP. one is, is no entry. Track number two is is not gonna it's not gonna be what what you what you call it? It's gotta be ride like a rover. No, it's gonna be <laughs> ra- no 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 no. It's gonna be Range Rovi. Period. Range Rovi. Period. period. I love it all. All of it. All I already of got it. the. I eat already it. got the eat chorus. It. No. Dancer, eat dancers. It. Before I supported this, but now that I can't get in, I don't like this at all. <laughs> I will sneak you in. You know we sneak it through the back anyway. Oh my yeah, gosh, I can I can see it now. Dancers in the back, she gonna be like, take me low. And she, go, she, go, she gonna bring some men up and ride and, like and, and wa- ride, ride like a rover. Ride I, w- like I a would say that I would pull the fire alarm, but then it's just gonna get wet wow. in there. People it's are gonna have a wet bed. This is gonna be wet COVID, and it's gonna be after quarantine, and there's gonna be a lot of health precautions. So it'll oh, be an outdoor event. Oh, now you're on board. Now we're changing professions. Listen, Rovi, when, when, whenever you're ready, just say the word. You, you got ready. a photographer and creative director in-house. Just say the word. In-house. I'm ready. I'm, I'm here for it. To, to, to have a Soka client, so let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. Wowzer. Wowzer.
and if, it, and if it's nice to be, I might I might lend my camera for for video purposes. Okay, I will lend. have to be there. I will be there. Lend <laughs> your camera's my camera. Don't, don't, no, no, don't do that. No, don't do that either. Please stop doing that. Double hands. <laughs> nope, we're not doing this. Nope, we're done. All right, thank you all so much. <laughs> See, and that's um, all. Marshall had a little gem. And <laughs> an appropriate time to end this conversation because the slander is coming three ways. I don't like it. <laughs> but no, yes, please follow Flash. Please follow, um, you know, Shantae and Felicia and stay tuned for the events that are happening this month. Um, I have one more question. Is the event on the 12th? Uh, for those listening, this is particularly for people in the NYC area. So for those outside the NYC area. Is there going to be a live stream to this, or is it just going to be a local, a local performance or a local event? Lo- local performance, um, but lots of drinks, lots of yummy food. So come on down. Word. But I mean, if y'all want to see the performances, I'm just saying y'all need to go get your Patreon tiers because we may or may not drop them performances on Patreon. Mm. So. Okay. All right. So if you want to mm. see some, t- if you want to see some things, drop some coins. And um, you know what I mean? Period. And that's all that is to that. (laughs) So uh, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Uh, You can catch the podcast on Instagram and on Twitter at our respective handles. Also, you can catch me and uh, uh, Miss New Soka Artists on the rise (laughs) on our social media. (laughs) Now you have to change your at name. You have to change all these things. No, 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 no. We're going to keep it. And, and when you call your mom and tell her about this news, I want to be on that call. Thank you so much. <laughs> I need to hear the reaction. If you were my friend, that's the only thing I asked for. Thank you so much. Anyway. Friendship is relative, so. <laughs> wow. Fine. I'll, I'll reach out to her and tell her the good news. Because oh! <laughs> that's what friends are for. Not I'm preaching to mom. Okay. Wow, I already got I got a couple of songs. Don't worry, we we gonna get it, ladies. We gonna get it. Together. We got this. There's we a snitch this. in every section. Who would have thought this. it would have been you? Ooh. Ooh. This is how I support. Okay. Listen, the the, the letter of the day is S. That snitch. And S is for slander. You call it snitching. I call it accountability. Okay. I call it promotion, but that's neither here nor there. That part. That part. <laughs> But until next time, y'all, once again, thanks for listening. And once again, make sure to support these ladies and all their endeavors. And we will check y'all next time. See ya. Bye. Bye, guys. You're not going to let us out with a a tune? With a a little sample? Riding like a rover, riding like a rover, riding like a rover. Come on. Come on. Big ride. Goodbye. Good and bye. Say goodbye, Ruby. Bye, Ruby.